0: Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. A good Monday morning to one and all. It is Taz and the Moose
1: with you. We're coming to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocky Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Mike, Pete, thank you across the way. Bogus, your updates as we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. The next three hours right here on CBS Sports Radio, Sirius and XM 206. The app as well, all of our great affiliates across the country. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, buddy? Uh good, Moose good. Doing
2: outstanding.
1: Uh hope you and everyone else had an
2: outstanding weekend you and as everyone's well. happy. Yes.
1: Yeah, it was a good weekend. Busy but a good weekend. I mean a highlight. I mean not the low light was the Yankee loss on Saturday, oh, yeah, night, but sure, uh, course, and we'll yeah. touch upon that a little bit later on in the program. Yeah. But which was a, a brutal way to go out. Heartbreaker, uh, heartbreaker. No, no yeah. doubt about it. That, that added to a, what was a, a long weekend and a long Sunday. But uh, yeah. we'll get into that and a lot of football to get into as well, Taz. Um, as we take you for the next 180 minutes, and um, you know, and that is where we'll begin with the NFL. As uh, you got one game left in Week Seven on the slate, and that's tonight, as the Patriots and Jets out at MetLife Stadium. As the Jets have got some newfound confidence, and that number has gone down as the week has gone along, and a lot of people are believing the Jets can give the Patriots a competitive game. We'll see if that exactly plays tonight, but. I guess reacting to what we saw yesterday in what was in certain spots in New York and down in Washington, D.C., where weather certainly played a little bit of a factor in terms of the crispness and quality of the game that you saw. You know, I, I guess you know you, you look at the overall NFC and the picture of the NFC uh, with what you know the Saints have been able to do with Teddy Bridgewater, and to me, that kind of kind of steals the show. The fact that the Pats is... Yeah, you know, I remember you and I having a you know a good frank discussion of uh, after Breeze went down with that thumb injury in the Ram game yeah. and saying you know can you know can Teddy Bridgewater keep this team you know keep their head above water can they you know can they be you know five you know yeah. can they get themselves to you know maybe a game over five hundred or a couple games over the five hundred mark or even be at the five hundred mark when Breeze comes back to where then the Saints can go and take off with the return of Drew Breeze. Taz, they're undefeated. I right. mean, the fact that they're undefeated, go into Chicago, take care of business against the Chicago Bears. I mean, and they, they beat the Bears every which way you possibly could. Uh, you know, late yesterday afternoon out in Chicago. I, you know, that's the most impressive thing to me is what New Orleans has been able to do without their Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, I completely agree. Uh,
2: you know, and, and everybody was panicking like crazy, you know, once Breeze was going to be Downski. But, you know, and, and to the point you're making about not just – you know, sitting at 6-1 and one right now and Teddy Bridgewater th- Bridgewater throwing over, t- you know, north of 280 yards, but to beat up on a Bears team, that that, that defense is, you know, top two, top three in, in, in the whole NFL. I mean, just took that Bears defense and just, <laughs> you know, on the road, I mean, was so impressive. Uh, I did not expect that. I, I knew it'd be a good game and all that jazz and, and Trubisky was back and all this stuff, but to go in there against that defense for yeah. Bridgewater and that offense to do what they do. And I think you got to give Sean Payton a lot of credit. I mean, very creative with that offense, making things work, you know, accentuating the positives of the players he has on the field. When he doesn't have a, a Hall of Famer like Drew Brees playing, He, he him and his staff make different moves – and and they find a way to win games. It's super super impressive.
1: It really is. And and how do you exhaust uh, you know a great defense? They're on the field all day. Um, mm. and that's what the Bears defense was. And they weren't completely healthy, but they were still good enough. But Taz, they were on the field for nearly thirty eight minutes. Crazy. Um, yeah. and and that's a problem if you're the Chicago Bears because you're going to get worn down as that game yeah. goes along. I mean, there's only so much that you can do physically until basically you say mercy and. And that's exactly what happened to the Chicago Bears yesterday. That offense, I'll tell you about Mitchell Trubisky. I thought last year he had turned a corner. Trubisky's terrible. I mean, he was god-awful yesterday for the Chicago Bears. And, you know, inaccurate. Uh, you know, I heard, you know, you can you throw whatever cliche you want to throw in there in terms of his inaccuracy. But you know, the Bears might have a little bit of a quarterback problem because uh, Trubisky has not evolved. I know it's his first game back from injury. I get it. But he was healthy enough to play, Taz. And there were throws to be made yesterday that he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. I mean, he really couldn't. And I'd be a little concerned if I'm Chicago about about my quarterback here moving forward. But from a Saints perspective, they're creative. I mean, they even ran an option play. Yeah. I mean, against the Chicago Bears that went for about forty yards. I mean, think about that what 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 Sean Payton is doing, you know, as a play caller, as a head coach down there in New Orleans, in order to be creative to create matchup problems for the opposing defense, it's, imp- it's impressive. And Taz, they've won these games in a lot of different styles and fashions, right? They they went up to Seattle. They had a defensive special teams touchdowns in, in, in that game, along with an offense, a couple offensive scores, right? They win mm-hmm. a you know defensive battle down in New Orleans, 12-10 against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they, they've won all these games in a little bit of different style and, and, and fashion. They went down to Jacksonville, beat right. the Jaguars, Then yesterday in Chicago, beat the Bears. The game is 36-25, Taz, but let's be honest. I mean, that game was 36-10 before the Bears scored, you know, a couple of garbage touchdowns and a two-point conversion late to make it a 36-25 final. You would think that game was close if you didn't watch any of it. That game was not close in any way, shape, or form.
2: No, no, the Saints had complete control throughout, No, I totally agree with you. And, you know... we talk about you know the creativity of 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 the Saints of Sean Payton, and I I, really, I got to tell you, man, I really think that they are probably the toughest team to prepare for week in and week out from a, a defensive perspective because you don't know what they're going to do. They change things up all the time. You saw them utilize Taysom Hill again yesterday very much. Okay, Murray ran the ball really good over over 100 yards rushing. And, and Bridgewater, you know, he's dangerous with his feet. He's smart with, with the football. You know, he had two touch, touchdowns and no interceptions. Uh, he was 23 of, of, of uh, 38, so, he, you know, he played well and efficient, and he's smart. Like I said, they are maximizing what they have, and and that's coaching. I really believe that. And the guys are getting it done on the field, obviously. You know, you got a guy uh, like Michael Thomas catching the ball, and he, he had a really good game. But, I mean, you know, Bridgewater's smart. He's doing the right thing with the ball. And it's tough. They're tough to, to the point you're making. They're very difficult, the Saints, to prepare for because they're unpredictable.
1: Yeah, what they good point. Week in and week out, it changes. Yeah, good point. And, you know, no Breeze and no Alvin Kamara. Great point. That's a great point. I mean Taz no Alvin (laughs) Kamara. Kamara And you mentioned in terms of Latavius Murray, he steps in, he runs for a buck nineteen and two scores, and he's finishing off runs with style and running physical physically, but they go into Chicago and they don't have probably their two greatest offensive assets. (laughs) <laughs> and beat a Bears team who are, you know, their defense is their strong suit. Oh, I mean, yeah. it makes it even. He makes it even more impressive. I guess I am. Maybe it is just, you know, Taz. Maybe it's just their year. You know, maybe mm. after what happened last year in the NFC Championship game, maybe, maybe it's just the Saints' year, right? The football gods will be smiling on New Orleans because I never thought they'd play this well, and their defense is really good. Sure. Special teams is solid. I know Lutz missed a, a long field goal yesterday from about 53 yards out, but I mean that's a or 52 yards out. That's a long field goal where he came up short on. Aside from that, I mean there's nothing not to like no, about what no. this Saints team is doing right now. No, defensively, uh, also I mean everything.
2: And, and you make a great point about Kamara not being there. And and like you said, they're both of their offensive, uh, two uh, NFL offensive uh, juggernauts in Breeze and Kamara. A uh, Kamara not there. I mean, and yet you're. You're having that kind of efficiency offensively. is very impressive. And whatever they're paying, you know, Sean Payton, uh, you know, he, he earns it. <laughs> because he's doing a hell of a job there coaching these guys up. He really well, is.
1: And, and not just that, And you've got to give Bridgewater credit, you know, yeah, because yeah. there's an old saying, right, right place, right time, that you hear growing up, right, in order to take advantage of a situation. Teddy Bridgewater had an opportunity to go to Miami. And and leave the New Orleans Saints as a you know, as a free agent and be a quarterback and and join Brian Flores and join the Miami Dolphins and he was a free agent this past offseason. You no, know, the New Orleans Saints made Teddy Bridgewater the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL at seven million dollars a year. Yeah. And Bridgewater decided that he wanted to remain down in New Orleans. They love him as a teammate. They love him in that locker room. They think he's a positive influence on each and every one of those players. You see that after Saints wins last year, remember they'd have yeah. those videos, and and Bridgewater would be leading the dances in the locker room and in the clubhouse uh, for the New Orleans Saints. You know that's the right call. You know you look at a player, and they even brought up on the broadcast last night saying, you know, Bridgewater eventually wants to be a starter in this league, but he's in no rush to be a starter in this league because right. you know, listen, Drew Brees is not going to be playing football forever. If I'm Teddy Bridgewater, why would I leave? Sean Payton's not going anywhere. Mm. Why would I leave New Orleans when I have an organization that believes in me, and I might have to be patient for maybe one or two more years, but eventually, as long as I stay healthy and my knee holds up, Taz, uh, that job is going to be mine. And I'd rather be down in New Orleans with the Saints, with Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis, than I would say Miami or Washington or pick any other NFL team that's looking for a quarterback. I know Washington's got Haskins, but you know what I mean.
2: Yes, no, no, I do know what I mean. And and the thing is too, look, Bridgewater, he's to the points you're making. He's ultra comfortable in this system. He works in this system. They know how to make him win, how to how to put him in positions to get the offense to be efficient and successful. And he's done that. So no, I completely agree with you. And look, when he was with the with the Vikings, wow, 2014, 2015, uh, 2017, blows the knee out, the horrible injury. If you remember, he was playing well. I mean, he was he was yeah. a young guy on the come up. Big time at that quarterback spot. There was a lot of good hype on him for good reason. So, And if you watch uh, Drew Brees on the sidelines, I watched a good chunk of his game. You watch Brees on the sideline, you know, in street clothes. You know, he's rooting for his team. He's excited and all that stuff. But you could just tell, and it makes sense. I mean, he's an ultra-competitive, successful, amazing player. He is just, he he wants to put a helmet on and go out and play. Cause oh, yeah. You know, he just, he wants to play. He also realizes, okay, I got to be careful here. I, you know, I don't I don't know Drew Brees from a hole in the wall, but I don't picture him being the type of guy who's complacent, who gets cocky and gets, you know what I mean? Like, I could see him in his mind saying, okay, I got to, not that he's got to win the job back, I don't want to exaggerate, but I do think for him in his mind, the competitive juices of a, an elite athlete like Drew Brees, you know that's got to be bothering him a little bit, like, I need to get out of here. I want Teddy to do great, but but I, I need to I need to be the great one. That,
1: oh, that, I agree. You know with you. I mean? Yeah. I mean, and 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 I don't blame him. Do you? No, not. not I mean, that's the competitive no, nature. You of, have to be like that, uh, right? I mean, that's the competitive nature. It's not like he's ruined against his no, teammates no, no, as you no, mentioned, really good, but so no. he wants he wants to be the guy.
2: Yeah, you could see it in his eyes. Sure, like he's you know he's happy for the offense or for Bridgewater, but you could tell at some points when the camera's on him, he don't know it. He he's like. He's, I don't know I, I don't know maybe I'm missed maybe I'm overthinking it seems like he's like I know he's not wishing bad for Teddy Bridgewater but and he's not jealous but he wants to be out there he for wants sure. to be the guy. and he knows
1: the clock is ticking absolutely I mean yes. that's the other thing taz he knows the clock is ticking and certainly you look at the Saints they know now what they have in Bridgewater you mm-hmm. know they they respect him as a, an individual they respect him as a teammate they respect him what he brings in terms of leadership qualities to that organization taz but now he comes in and they've played really well around him, and it says a lot about that team. Right. It says a lot about you know their belief in Bridgewater uh, as a player as well. And he has stepped up and gotten better each and every one of these weeks, which you knew he was going to do because he had to knock a lot of that rust off. When you're not in there playing, yeah. it's difficult to step in and all of a sudden pick up right one. But when they, you know, as he was getting his feet once again, you know, acclimated to being an NFL quarterback. You know, they're, you know, the defense stepping up, the special team stepping up. You know, the defense was fantastic in that <laughs> Cowboys game. Um, and and those guys were able to pick up for maybe some of his deficiencies early on. But now he's playing really, really well it at that quarterback spot. really is. And he's just, you know what, his
2: stock is just super high right now. And, you know, let's say, hypothetically, you know, Drew Brees comes back and then they, they you know, Teddy Bridgewater's riding the, riding the pine again. Um, it don't matter. For the future, like, other teams are watching this. Everybody, you know, this is such an ultra-competitive league. Everybody's on top of what every, every player is doing, especially when a guy's excelling, and you're sitting at the top of the NFC South, and you're 6-1, and and you're doing what Teddy Bridgewater's doing. And you make a great point in a game against, you know, uh, when you don't have Avin Kamara, you're running the ball for you. You know, and you're going against a really good defense in, in the Chicago Bears on the road. I mean, he, it was... I would probably—I don't know. For me, it was the probably the most impressive outing yesterday. Was the Saints with Bridgewater? You?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I came out of, and that's why I wanted to get you—you know—I lead off kind of the show. I, I thought they deserved it. Yeah, yeah it's coming out yeah. of yesterday. I thought for who they went up against on the road in Chicago and the style and fashion in which they won that game. Um, I, I thought it was the most impressive performance, and they're sitting at six and one. Taz, look at the next four games. Right or next three, well, yeah. Cardinals at home, yep. Falcons at home, at Tampa Bay. <laughs> they're in good spot right now. I mean, now, they're man. gonna be yeah.
2: they're gonna be nine and one. Yeah, there's a great chance of that. There's a great ch- anything could happen as we their know. Their next but... challenge is the Panthers at home. Yeah, and and they have a buy in there too between that Cardinals and Falcons yep. game. They got a buy. Yeah, and to the point you're making, they're home. So these dudes are home. They're gonna be you know just at their facility doing their thing for the next three weeks, sitting. It, you know, at the top of, ah, this, this, they're in a great spot. They, they are, really are. They
1: certainly are. Let's hear. Here's Bridgewater, and here's Sean Payton after the win yesterday.
3: If we can play fast with tempo, we're unstoppable. We have continued to take pride in being a, the most in-shape team. And as you can see, as the game went on, we were able to wear and tear on those guys and open different holes for our running backs and our receivers made plays. second half, we just made some adjustments and came back out playing fast, and it worked for us. We're not prognosticators or predictors. or We're just trying to improve each week. And I, I say that. You know, we, we feel like there's more out there, you know, and so uh, I think they're, uh, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. I thought, um, again, that it's hard to win games if you can't rush the football with any type of consistency. And I thought we stopped the run. And then as that game wore on, uh, we, we ran the ball well. Who edited the Bridgewater
2: order? Uh someone it's like not, Max Headroom. S- somebody not good. <laughs> somebody not good.
1: <laughs> that is not the way Teddy Bridgewater speaks. You need to yell at someone. <laughs> you kinda sound like a, a robot. All about you. Know. you need I to go know. yell at someone rapid dog. It was almost distracting. You didn't you didn't hear what anything that Teddy was, had to I, say. It was, it was like oh, right when he stopped the sentence, another one began. <laughs> I thought it was just me. I'm
2: like, wow, it's the first segment of an early morning drive show. I'm like, wow, that really
1: was
0: like <laughs> <laughs> <brutal>. <laughs>
1: Wow. Uh, there you yeah. go. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Bellotti, the Muffin Man, across the way. Did you hear about this? No. I'll walk in this he- morning. Oh, okay. Bellotti's in one of the side studios. Yeah. I see the crack of his, you know what, as well, he's bending down because right. someone decided to leave, basically ate a muffin like they were about to go to a chair and about to go to the chair. And uh, there was crumbs and leftover muffin all over the floor. So what? You had to be like the cleaning crew, Pete?
0: Oh, uh, yeah,
2: because uh, no one could be adults around here. They're all piglets. That's why. Animals. The slobs.
1: Disgusting humans. A happy Monday morning. We get to go with the Saints as their impressive performance in Chicago. We'll get into the Cowboys throttling the Eagles as well as we look back to all the Sunday action, week seven of the NFL. It's Taz and the Moose on a Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio.
0: Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
1: That's right. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. we got to go a little Saints football. We'll oh. get into the Cowboys. Yes, yes. You know, there's
2: a little, little tease. You know, everyday Moose is You know, we do the three on this show. You know that. Yeah. And um, uh, the thing is... We're going to give people a little tease of one of... The, we never do this. We've never done this. A little tease of something in the three. You know, Zach, who does the voiceovers, uh, whatever. Does voice work for us here? Boo. Ouch! Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is uh, one of the threes. We don't have to give the, the topic because we don't want to spoil it. But Moose, you didn't hear this. I don't think... Moose didn't hear this, right, Mike? You're going to love this. Here's a little three. Here we go. To attack a uh. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the guy, A.B., that... Makes fun of you and yeah. rips you. Yeah, That's yeah.
1: live from Fordham University, <laughs> wow. women's basketball.
4: I mean, this still Until is also Tagovail a guy. A uh,
1: <laughs>
4: I, I still think the uh, self-professed Giant New York Giants expert asking me if it was Saquon really is the knockout punch to that sack. Is Like, true. keep throwing yes. two at me all you want. I mean, Kahi if, Leonard's laugh sounds super <laughs> creepy. Kahi
2: Leonard. I mean, if you can't, you work at a sports
4: station. Yeah, but I mean, I, I this one's excusable. Not to, I mean not to that extent. What's the two? Yeah, but you can't you can't ask me if it's Saquon Barkley. You and can't. You're a giant fan wearing At, giant not only are you a giant, but he likes to preach about the Giants. I've heard him and old school Giants. And I know this, and you know that. And by the way, is his name Saquon? <laughs> I, do ag- I, 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 I do. I do agree are.
1: with bogus. One is worse than the other. The Barkley one. If you're a giant fan <laughs> yeah. and you're an Eli defender, not knowing how to pronounce Saquon Barkley is is worse than. Tua's yeah. name.
2: Yeah, no, no. But
1: to his name is funnier. It yes. is. But the way he, the way <laughs> so, I mean, he that's butchered kinda... that name is
2: tremendous. What's that? The way he butchered oh his name Oh my god, it's great. So to I kn- tackle I well. agree. That is tremendous.
1: That is funnier but it's an insult to you as a Giant fan not to know how to pronounce well, Saquon Barkley's yeah. name. Oh, no, I, agree. I agree. You can't be a Giant fan. It would be like, no, is that Josh Allen? Uh, Allen.
0: Okay. <laughs> right,
1: right. He's
2: French. <laughs> oh, man. No,
1: that, no, you're right.
2: You're right. I know. like, I'm locked in every week. Back in, how do you pronounce Saquon's first yeah. name? I, uh, I knew a guy years ago, right? I to go to the same gym as him. He was a big Jet fan. And he couldn't. He would butcher Testaverde's last name. Oh, that's terrible. I'm like, how do you... Like, so to the point you're making, like, I'm, how, is, how are you... How are you be? a
1: big jet fan? I mean,
2: you can't say... It's one thing first, if you've thing. never yeah.
1: watched football before yeah. in your life, you're like, what is that Italian last name? And how do you, you to give to us from Long Island
2: to boot, right? right I mean, exactly.
1: like, it's like, oh my God. Right. And Testo in his prime, basically, he's like the mayor of
2: Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt. Franklin Square uh, Jones. Exactly And right. the thing is, though, like, I just find it ironic... Well, not ironic, just kind of messed up. I almost just cursed for no reason. That, um, that you know, Zach... Just completely has attacked, verbally attacked you, Andrew, yeah. about your works outside of this thank you. lovely facility and mm-hmm.
4: this lovely place we work at. The guy who does play-by-play on the internet? And he's just, I mean, it's just all a yeah. sham with him. He loves to complain about management and what they ask him to do, and he does so much. He's a martyr. And today, our boss walks by, Mark Chernoff, and says, thanks for doing blah, blah, blah. I didn't hear the exact thing. Who did, who did he thank, Mark Chernoff? Mark thanked Zach for doing something. And Zach was like, "Oh yeah, sure, no problem, no problem, no problem." We no, like, asked Kiss and Jones, right? right. Yeah. But, uh, but if when the bosses aren't around, this place doesn't appreciate me. The All they do you. is do work. Blah, 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 blah. I got to do this. I got to do that. You. Yeah. <laughs> In the wrestling
2: business, what you just did there, Andrew, that's called shooting. Good. Okay, that means you're just going to tell the truth and you don't care. Nope. Uh-huh. Like your name is Chuck and you don't give a, you know what I mean, truck. Yes. So. <laughs>
0: Disgusting.
4: Exactly. <laughs> uh, so he buries... sure, boss. Yeah, boss. Whatever you need, boss. Him, right. My
2: pleasure, boss. And then behind the boss's back, he's, he's burying the company.
0: Killing right. everybody. Ain't
2: nobody f- with us.
3: <laughs> <laughs
2: <laughs> That's awesome,
0: <man>. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> and you know, we had him on Moose had a Moose and I had him on as a guest today, Randall, you know, and Zach. And he mm. he you know, his, he's a little bit of an arrogant man. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and he's very loud, big, huge human, and he's like he thinks he's Dick Clock with the music. Me, like, you me, know, me, me,
4: <laughs> me, me, me,
0: me, me, me. Breathing. Awesome. Breathing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I showed my age with the dick uh, clock
2: reference, uh, Sp-
0: but you guys Only got
2: it,
1: Casey yeah. Kasem, one of it older. Uh, <laughs> a long, long distance, distance
4: dedication. dedication. Uh, Casey uh, Kasem. Oh, uh, man, that's funny. That's
2: great. All right.
4: We, on a side note, do we still yeah. not know where Casey Kasem is? Wasn't there like a missing Casey Kasem story?
2: I, or is that I, somebody else?
4: No, I, I think Casey's dead. That, like, they didn't Ooh. know exactly where, like, his family was, like, hiding him. No, is, no, no, is that's he, is, not, no. No, that's, um, that's, uh, the uh, workout, that's Richard right. Simmons. Richard Simmons, yeah. right, okay. Oh, I ball.
1: actually met Casey him once. Casey Casey passed away a long time. Did you
2: guys time. ever meet Richard Simmons? Anyone here? No. No. Oh, my God, what an awkward individual he is. I was, uh, years ago, doing something at Sirius Radio and do a little tryout Jones many years ago, and he came in to do a show in a studio I was in right after me. What an odd guy, Richard Simmons. And he he was wearing his workout stuff, his leg warmers. And I'm like, dude, this guy, you're not doing video. He's dressed like he was doing the. He goes, no, I just was on a shoot. I was just on a shoot. And now I'm here to do some radio. I'm like, all right, Richard Simmons. Because it's nice to meet you. Those wrestlers, you guys are crazy. I mean, he, he, ah, he laughed and walked away from me. I'm like, wow. The guy was like out of his mind. So yeah, he was very, he was dressed in very. He's clothes? basically
1: like he was on on
2: his show. He's exactly yeah. like he is. He was like,
1: dressed like a wrestler,
2: but he wore span. He was wearing spandex right. with a scoop neckline. Yes. Which you know, look, whatever floats your boat. You know what I'm saying? Whatever people wear on their days off, that's their business. But you're walking around Manhattan with a scoop neckline. I mean, that's <laughs> his thing. But he's got a hairy chest, and it's kind of awkward. You know what I mean? Was he wearing the striped shorts? Yeah, he had yeah. leg warmers on too. Yeah. Remember, leg warmers were popular back yeah. in the day. Women, well, when, when, when people when they were doing. Uh, whatever, whatever they were doing then—gymnastics and baller, ballet. I was in the weight room struggling five plates, so it, you know, didn't matter <laughs> to me. I was trying to get my traps huge back then. Right,
4: you had a scoop neck because your pecs had ripped yes. through your shirt. Yeah, yes. traps were huge.
2: There he is. This guy was really interesting, cat man. I mean, really interesting. Never want to have him as a guest on the show.
1: I don't think he wants to come. I don't think he wants to do anything. He's basically being. He's being kept in a house in L.A., right? Really? Well, that was the story by Martino in the Daily yeah. News a couple of years ago. I How don't know the whole backstory to give you uh, the background, but I, I, there, was some, you know, there was some question about where exactly he was because he was out of the public spotlight for so long. But I need to do
4: that. He came out and was like A-OK. There's a whole like podcast, wasn't there? Yeah. Trying to like find out where and it was I think Martino, and...
1: really? he was. Really? You while he's doing inv- before he went over to doing baseball. Who was Martino? for Andy Martino? Andy Martino does stuff for S and Y. Used oh. to cover the Mets for Daily News huh. in New York. I don't um, read the paper. He was doing uh, investigative reports for the, the Daily <clears throat> News. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: So okay, I didn't know all this that this man Richard was Simmons trying to disappeared. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't pay attention to that stuff. I, you know, I, tell you, I'm impressed with that. The people that just disappear like that, like, uh, I, well, I think I might do that. I like that. Just disappear. No, I want people to wonder. I remember that guy Taz. What happened to that guy? Uh, Off the grid. You want to be gone. Just witness protection. That's what I want to do. Well, it's a crime. In wrestling, when I left WWE and I went to TNA, that's what that was. Witness protection. No one
1: knew.
4: (laughs) 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 No one knew
2: where I was. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. He's and, never pay, lost harder. and their payroll department—they didn't know where I was either, because they had all the time getting me my check after six years. That's funny. <laughs> and then I said, "I'll see you." And that's a whole other story. Andrew, what's oh going hey, on I'm here, aren't I'm I? Team. So, guys, uh, just
4: like that, the Cowboys' three-game losing streak is over. First and goal, and they're going to give it to Elliott. Coming left, pounding at the goal line, touchdown, Elliott. Take that. Sham talking smack on Cowboys Radio. 111 yards for Elliott. Passing and rushing TDs from Dak Prescott. Three takeaways from the Cowboy defense. They jumped on the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. It was 27-7 at halftime, then 37-10 after four quarters. Dallas back alone atop the NFC East, while Carson Wentz's team... Has lost two in a row. There's things we got to fix for sure. There's things we got to fix, but I'm confident that we can. Uh, I'm confident it's a long season, and um, we can get these things fixed and get get her going in the right direction. Wentz picked off once and lost two fumbles. The Ravens went to Seattle yesterday and cooled off the Seahawks, 30 16 The game changed with a gamble in the third quarter. Jackson with first in the backfield. This is going to be a quarterback run. Jackson takes a snap, runs to the right, he's got a seam, he's to the five, he's in, touchdown, Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens have taken the lead again. Jackson scoring from eight yards out on fourth down, his team never trailed again, that was Jerry Sandusky on Ravens Radio, Seattle had won three in a row, Russell Wilson throws his first pick of the season, and new Raven Marcus Peters returned it 67 yards for a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, six scores, five passing, one running to lead the Packers past the Raiders, 42-24. The Bills snuck past the Dolphins, 31-21. And the Rams rolled through Atlanta, 37-10, to end their three-game skid. It's a five-game drought now for those Falcons. Matt Ryan left early with a right ankle injury. And running back Devontae Freeman got tossed in the third for throwing a punch at Aaron Donald, which seems like a bad idea, ejection or not. Uh week 7 ends with the Jets hosting the Patriots at 8 Eastern. Surgery yesterday for Alabama QB Tua tongue of Viloa. Mm, don't start it up. Todd Thompson he suffered he suffered a right high ankle sprain Saturday night against Tennessee. Tua had the same injury and surgery on his left ankle last season. For now, he has only been ruled out for this weekend against Arkansas. Whenever I see this kid, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just think of Zach now. This is in my brain. Forever. He's only out for the Arkansas game? <clears throat> well, I mean, they're off next week, you know, the weekend after. You got twenty so, days till LSU. Right, so nineteen they, now. All they're saying for now is he's not playing this week. We well, haven't gotcha. played anybody.
2: I mean, and I like Alabama football. I love Nick Saban. They really haven't played anybody. Nothing's been competitive. Nothing. A Friend of mine goes to the games. He lives down there, and he's he's texting me. He's at the game. I'm like, dude, you got to play somebody.
4: Yeah, they enough. No, I agree with you. They Isn't didn't. that the problem too? Saban's always whining about fans. The kids not showing up. Yeah, it's, Well, he did last
2: year. Well, last year did right. No, but I know I know what you're saying. But I'm like. You know, I mean, they got something's got to. They got to get a little more. I mean, yeah.
4: Well, LSU will do something. Oh no, that's no doubt sure. about that. But I other agree. than that,
2: no. But really, how many weeks in are we? Right? Well, they six, uh, seven well, weeks we're in, no. week nine, yeah. nine. Okay, with college football, it's nine, yeah. right? So it's like, I mean, come on.
1: No, they haven't. Uh, I mean, they beat up boy Tennessee. That was a straight. Why did that game start at nine o'clock on Saturday night? By the way, it's not a
2: prime. I know they, they're acting like that's going to be a prime time. game. I think just because it's Alabama, you know, but and Tennessee's got some cachet, even though they they're not what they used to be. But you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I, I, it was just a strange start time. I mean, 9 o'clock on a Saturday night, you're starting Alabama and Tennessee. Well, I guess
4: thought... once CBS doesn't pick it up, it finds a place to be Is that why? on ESPN maybe. I thought it was just late for an Alabama-Tennessee game. you yeah. are be starting at 9 o'clock at night. I mean, the way but... Tennessee's rolling, yeah. you weren't going to think it was going to mean anything. I was locked into so. that awesome right. baseball
1: game. <laughs> uh, yeah,
4: we'll get into that. Somebody's Thank wearing you. a hat today. I am uh, wearing a hat, yes. FAU head Thank coach you. Lane Kiffin. <laughs> For those of you not watching at home, uh, Lane Kiffin fine five grand for tweeting a pick of three blind refs after Saturday's five-point loss to Marshall. <laughs> the Winnipeg Jets got by the Oilers last night, 1-0 in a shootout. And as we all saw yesterday, the Philadelphia Union stunned the Red Bulls 4-3 in the first round of the MLS playoffs. Philly was down 2-0 and 3-1 before Marco Fabian scored in extra time for the first postseason win in team history. Up next, Atlanta on Thursday, guys. All right, thank you, Andrew. Job well done. We appreciate it.
2: Uh Let's talk about to Jersey. Talk to our good friend here, John from Jersey. He
4: is John,
3: John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John from Jersey. Shouting! What's up, Big Hoss? What's going on, buddy? Hey guys, good morning. How are you? What's
1: going on, John? How How was your weekend, folks? Everything was great. Hey, how was yours, John? All right. Oh, living the life. There. there you go. The okay. Well,
3: two things. Number one, big game tonight for the Pats. I know, Taz, you're going to have your Tom Brady jersey on. Oh, oh this yeah.
1: Tonight. Can't wait. Are you going <laughs> to the game tonight, Johnny? Oh, of course. Oh, there you go. Go to
3: every
2: game. You have a guide. You job. get tickets from John. You're dialed in. You go to all these it, games. It, it, Taz,
3: that's what being a fan is, brother.
2: No. Being a fan is sitting in my house no. uh, eating nachos and this uh, these chips with these new green salsa. My wife bought this medium Verde, Verde Jones. And mm-hmm. having that with uh, a big Dr. Brown's uh, black cherry soda. That's well, the skin a cat. That's, <laughs> that's how I look at it. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's <laughs> John like the likes Dr. going. Brown. John basically uh, goes up and down the Eastern seaboard to watch his Patriots play. Yes, that's, no. that's right, brother. No, yeah. I know, but
2: that's true. A lot of fans, you're right. They travel. And, and John, I, I get you saying. That's what being a fan. Is. I mean, I've never been big into going to the stadium. You know, I'd like to stay home.
4: i got to say I also
1: hey. think, I, think it, I mean, the stadium experience, I think it also depends on, you know, um, You know, how much you enjoy that kind of atmosphere. Some people just like to kind of focus in like you do, Taz. Watch watch the games home. Enjoyable. It's a great TV sport. So there's... You know, John, you know, is highly... Ev- and listen, if I was on this kind of a run of my team, I'd be basically traveling to the moon to watch him play. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't matter. I mean, I'd be, I would agree with you. If uh, I had the wherewithal and the, and the money and be able to have the freedom to be able to go all over the place, of course I'd be. I'd be like John from Orange. Yes, I could hey. get enough of Tom Brady. I'd basically be openly weeping for weeks when he retired.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: I might be doing that, believe me. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs>
1: hey,
3: did you guys or either of you see the... Um, the Jalen Ramsey um, interview with uh, Deion. After the game. I did not see it, no. that no. Well, it was
2: yesterday after, the, after his debut with the Rams you're talking
3: about? Yeah, it, it, if you go on YouTube, you'll see it. You know, he does those, Dion does those spots, yeah. uh, whatever yeah. social media platform it is. And they're just mocking the fact that the guy wasn't hurt, that the back injury was just a really? fraud. And, I mean, come on now. I, like, I have nothing against Jacksonville, Jalen Ramsey, the Rams. I honestly couldn't care less about him. But when you see that, and it's you're just—I mean—you're making a complete mockery of the fact that he was hurt. That's not and cool. I, I did not see painful. that.
2: Yeah, that—that's not right. I mean, and if he did some kind of it was so, if it was something sketchy, <clears throat> and he wasn't really banged up in his back and all that stuff, and because remember it was that his
1: significant other was in labor or something, then you know who well, knows? the first time before the Denver game right. uh, was—that was the week Taz that his, um, his significant other had a baby. Right, But then he was on the flight, headed out to Denver, but did not play in that game. Okay, that's what it was. I can remember how the was. Yeah, the, and the then, and then he had thing. the back injury, all right? Or he had the back injury before that, but he he could not play in that game against the Broncos. And oh, you know, he couldn't play. He never played again for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then all of a sudden this week, or last week, I should say, today, a week ago today, he was over the back <laughs> injury back at practice and um, and then a couple of days later, what twenty four forty eight hours later, twenty four hours later is being traded to the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, and again, and, and maybe I'm
3: totally not reading the interview right. So if you guys see it and I'm wrong, you tell me I'm wrong. Uh, I just that was my first blush when I saw it. I'm like, oh my god! I just and the NFL, I, I'm shocked that it's on the NFL Network. And you know, Dion, as someone on there, is just promoting the fact that the guy is. Th- that the whole injury was a sh- was a sham. Yeah, like what was he uh,
2: said? Like what? Not to have you quote John, but like, it, you sure you weren't weren't overthinking it when you watched it? I mean, I, and, I, I'm not and, saying you're lying. I'm
3: just you uh, know. No, and, and that's why I said, please, if you guys see it and you see it and you think I'm wrong, tell me. But you know, they're talking about all um, oh, those doctors in L.A. must be great out there. And, you know, oh, and wow. with the back injury, and, and Jalen was like yeah, buddy you know, just wow, not yeah. like hey, look, you know, it was. You know, we went through it. It was unfortunate. And I couldn't play. It wasn't anything like that. Right, right, right. Okay. And again, wow, and, and, and if I'm wrong, please. I yeah. I I'll
1: take watch. a we'll take a look at it during the course of the break um, because I, I didn't see it. Taz didn't see no, it. Only I Mike or Pete it. saw it. Yeah, um, I just I just found it online, but it's a two minute version, and that part isn't in there, so I'm not sure. I I haven't seen the full interview, but that's all they're posting. John, we appreciate yeah. it, but John, thanks a lot for the call. Good luck to your Pats tonight. Enjoy the game. No, not good yeah. luck to your Pats tonight. How about uh, that? awesome. Well, <laughs> Don't I wish one, the Pats luck. They don't need luck. I, he's a good fan of the show. He's going to the game. I, I wish him a successful night. Have yeah, a good if night. You say, John, have Enjoy a great time so at the game. That's oh, different. You I gotcha. See I what I'm saying? I'm sorry.
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't. You know, to me, I want them both to lose, but I'd rather see the Jets win because they're not going anywhere. I mean, I
1: want to see a good game. I hope the Jets give them a good game. That's what I would like to. I see do. Tonight. I, I want to uh, see it. too. Yeah, I mean, I I'd like to. I'd like to see a game that you know, uh, unlike what we saw last night, we'll get into the Cowboys' performance. But I mean, back to the Ramsey thing. You know, I don't know if if. We can, you know, find it some way. Maybe they might have basically expunged it from social media. Well, I'm sorry, My, I, uh, I, Mike. I Mike basically said track. he found two minutes of it, but oh, okay. that has nothing. None of that is in there. Okay,
2: okay. Well, so you right. Maybe they got rid of it. Maybe they, they took might, it down. They might have gotten rid of it. The Rams might have not wanted on there. Yeah.
1: Or the NFL. Or oh,
2: the NFL. Well, that's even that's even a better I mean, point. It makes yeah.
1: the NFL look awful. That's a good point. When they're joking around about an injury, when he's not playing for a team, and he's still getting paid, that's insulting. Why if would Dion do that? Dion, like, well, said. they all joke. I mean, he jokes around. Shock Jones. Yeah, right. I, I mean, <laughs> that's, I that's that's Dion. You're, right. You're right. I mean, that's he jokes guy. around. Plus, he, you know, it's a comfort zone. They feel comfortable right. with him. He's a right. former player, a Hall of Famer. Back. You know, as he's asking all kinds of different kind of questions. And and everything and the like, I didn't I didn't see it. You know, I'm not the biggest Dion broadcaster fan. We've established that before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I I was not locked into <laughs> NFL Network post game. Uh, Jack, how post-game. does John find this stuff? John just searches the internet. Uh no, he's. I don't know. He, well, he, I think he just said he was watching the NFL Network and saw it. So he yeah. maybe they oh. got rid of Dion's show though, right? Twenty first and Prime did. is yeah, done. I'm so
2: bummed. I used to love it.
1: Does he still <laughs> dance at the street sign? Uh
2: I'm sure he, he does doesn't... anyway. With no cameras on him, he might no, just be dancing I mean, randomly. In the studio,
1: remember when they used do to do remember. that? Yeah, I don't 21st know. and Prime, I do, I do, and yeah. then he'd do his
2: dance. Do they <laughs> still do that? I don't. <laughs> well, if the show's
1: gone, is he just gonna dance like for no reason? I'm not saying that. Well, the show is gone, but I'm saying, did they still have him at some point doing that during the post game? Hey, let's go over to Dion. He's at 21st and Prime, That's, and he's I, doing his dance. I don't have his the answer. Touchdown to that. I dance. I wish I had the answer. I, I was was don't just know.
0: It's funny though.
1: I it's no Taz idea. and the Moose. It's up for Monday morning. It's CBS Sports Radio.
0: It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports
1: Radio. Time right now to Ask the Pros, where you, the listener, get to ask us a question. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to ask slash pros. Submit your question. Be listening later on in the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Be guaranteed low prices. Excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. And... Last night down in Dallas, the Cowboys had their way with the Philadelphia Eagles, who've got all kinds of defensive woes right now. Issues along that offensive line, too. The Cowboys had some guys healthier. Collins back along that defensive line. Tackles back along the offensive line, as well. Elliott was fantastic. Prescott making some throws as well. That Eagles <laughs> defense uh, is uh, a tr- in trouble right now, as is the offensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles, as Carson Wentz was in duress uh, most of the night. They win the game going away. I mean, it really wasn't. I mean, at one point, I mean, it was 14 7, 21 7. You know, the game ends up being, what, a 37 10 final? Um, you know, there wasn't really much to watch in the second half. And. Unless you enjoy watching Cowboys football or the destruction of the Philadelphia Eagles, because uh, the game was an absolute laugh for Dallas's way.
2: Yeah, no, it really was. It, it just it lacked a lot of energy too because it was just a one sided affair. And the Cowboys were home and they were dominant. Um, you know, Prescott was pretty efficient. I got to say, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like he had amazing numbers, but he had one touchdown, he did one interception, but he was twenty one to twenty seven, about two hundred forty yards. So that was pretty. That's pretty yeah, good. good. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So I thought he was pretty efficient, but. Um, no, you're right. It was just It's just the Eagles. Like, what what happened here? Like, the Eagles, like, what happened? Like, they were, you know what I mean? Like, the Eagles. They just didn't feel like it was just yesterday they were in a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's just, it's, and Wentz, like, he's not even on the radar. I, I mean, that's probably a little stretch, but, you know what I mean? Like, no one's talking about Wentz. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing... It's, you know.
1: Well, he, I, there's no buzz. There's nothing. Uh, no, yeah. no, I get it. I mean, you know, before he tore his ACL taz, he was the MVP of the league. Yeah. And it seems like his career arc has completely tore, changed after he tore that A- ACL out in Los Angeles. Full steps in. Eagles go on to win the Super Bowl. Last year there's the reports down in Philadelphia about Wentz as a teammate. Remember we talked about all that yes. and, mm-hmm. you know, Nick Foles steps in once again and leads them. Um, then Nick Foles eventually leaves in free agency, which we both agreed needed to happen for Carson Wentz to assume the leadership role of this team. He even put it on himself that he needs to get better at certain things. And you know, last night wasn't particularly good and you're right, he's playing like a guy not the guy. Right. And and that's right. a problem if you're the Philadelphia Eagles is you need your guy that is your franchise guy to play like the man. And and that's not what you're seeing from Wentz. You're seeing a guy that's – he's okay. He was fine. I mean, listen, the Eagles, you can't go on the road, I don't care who you have, and turn the football over four times and win a football game. No. no. Uh, you, you can't do that. No. And so the Eagles played a sloppy, bad game, you know, uh, last night down in Dallas. Now, the Cowboys were really good, and to play to your point – you know, As Wentz said after the game, as Bogus played during his update, they've got to get a lot better in a lot of different facets of the team, Taz. But we're sitting here, we're approaching week eight. They're a three and four team. You know, the Cowboys now assume leadership in that division. The NFC East at four and three. They snapped that three-game losing streak. Eagles <laughs> got to get right real quick because the last two weeks, they've not looked good. They got lit up right. by Minnesota, and they got lit up by Dallas last night. <clears throat> yeah, and,
2: and and there for the Eagles, I mean, you're lucky that the, the other two teams – in that division, stink worse than you. Meaning the Giants and and the Redskins. I mean the Cowboys. To the point, you know they're in first place. They are like four and three. I mean it almost equates to the AFC East. You know it's like the it's the Patriots and then the Bills are sitting five one. My Bills and yeah and they won yesterday, but and then the Jets you know one and four and then the Dolphins are, they don't have a win yet. So like so it's almost like the same thing. Like you're you're second because everybody else stinks, and that's kind of what it is with. You know, with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles right now, they're just it's just crazy. Yeah, because they're not they, playing
1: great right no, now. No, they're not. They're and not. They, they
2: come off of having this – like I said, it's, it felt like yesterday they just won the Super Bowl. They were just – everybody was talking about, you know, Doug Peterson and everything there. And, you know, it, it, okay, Wentz was out heard, obviously. And then <laughs> Nick Foles did his thing, and now Foles is Gonski. But still, like, it's just – like, the whole team did not get dismantled. That defense is – almost intact the same way and they had an awesome defense it's just not it's just not the same anymore. and they've
1: lost two straight taz and they go up to buffalo next week um then it's the bears at home then they have a bye week then it's the patriots at home and seahawks at home yeah and that takes us to the end of november I mean that is that's a tough stretch when you look at this Eagle team as sitting there at three and four. I mean that'll you know they've got to find a way to beat your Buffalo Bills to get themselves back to the five hundred mark. I mean they have to be if they want to try and compete with the Cowboys in this division. They've got to be five and four and win two in a row here against the Bills and the Bears uh, before they get to that well, bye week.
2: If they to the point you just made, lose if if they go to Buffalo next week and and lose, it's like yeah they're gonna. It's They're gonna, gonna have a tough go of it. It's super tough. I think it's gonna be a good game. I mean, but the Bills are tough at home, and and they sh- well, we'll get into that later on, I guess. But it wasn't exactly amazing how they played against a stinkfest Dolphins team yesterday. I got very angry during this game, but yeah, we'll get yeah, into that. Yeah. We'll
1: get into that Bills and Dolphins very game angry. as the Dolphins and Fitzpatrick showed yourself a little bit of heart. Also, a scary moment last night, and and obviously our thoughts with all those that were affected. But how about the fact the tornado touched down 15 miles outside the stadium? Yeah. Oh my God! I mean, that is when you think about. I mean, that is scary down there in Arlington, AT and T Stadium, and fifteen fifteen miles.
2: That's not that's close. I mean,
1: that a, is that is extremely insane. close when you think about where there's about one hundred and five thousand people now. There are obviously there's devastation and homes were destroyed and everything like that. But I mean, you think about you know how close that is to a, a massive sporting event where a tornado touches yeah. down down in Texas. That is – I couldn't believe it when I heard it last night. I know. Hey, well, well, prayers with everyone and, and best wishes to everybody affected
2: uh, down there uh, with that the scary, horrible situation. For Absolutely.
1: Sure. And Doug Peterson, do you think he regrets saying we're going to beat the Cowboys? Yes. He should. You think so? He should. I I,
2: he's probably got bigger fish to fry right yeah, now. You know, a,
0: like,
1: I, sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, but I, my, my quick answer was yes, he regrets it. Yeah. As they lose yes. by 27 <laughs> last night. We'll mix a little baseball into the conversation. The World Series is set. It's going to get going uh, Tuesday night down in Houston as the Astros will entertain the Washington Nationals. Nationals, a long extended break after their sweep uh, in the NLCS. We'll touch upon the pivotal and what was an amazing game six Saturday night between the Yanks and Strohs next.